Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with the founder of Irishman Speaks, marketing VP and speaker, Connor Cunning. This man is happily exiled in Chicago where he says the Guinness is good, the people are friendly, and he has been force-fed more corned beef and green beer than he ever had in Ireland. He is a former marketing vice president who now earns a crust as a keynote speaker, business humorist, and consultant who leaves audiences with a smile on their face, spring in their step, and a memorable act actionable takeaway to improve people, performance, and productivity with a smile. He is a Chicago Humorous Speaker of the Year recipient, and he also got the President's Gold Medal for Volunteer Service for the work he does with the unemployed. This is one impeccable cat. Enjoy. Did you hear about the podcast between the Italian guy and the Irish guy? We call it pasta and potatoes or something like that. <laughs> That's wonderful. I haven't. Is that a new yeah. thing? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, where exactly are you coming out of? And this is the back road into Chicago, believe it or not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. What about you? I'm in what? Kansas City. Kansas City. All right. Oh, yes. I remember seeing that uh, Go Chiefs. I'm a, yes. I'm a Mahomes fan. I'm not so, so much a Chiefs fan, but I'm a Mahomes fan, definitely. Yeah. Mahomes um, is good. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Kansas City went through some dark, dark times, so it's good to have a little bit of sunlight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and uh, uh, of course, that famous uh, jazz singer, uh, uh, Kelsey's girlfriend, of course, I'm sure you appreciate her as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah. hey, man, it's great that we've connected here. I appreciate you taking a minute out. And I want to begin our conversation with living through the last three and a half years. How did you get through the pandemic and how did it change you? Ah, it's a good uh, question. And I suppose if I was to myself uh, three and a half years ago compared to now, I would say I have grown and developed a lot, Joe, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I mean, I was always a, a confident, competent uh, communicator, I think. But that was primarily uh, on stage uh, doing keynotes, etc., and business presentations. I had some experience with the interweb kind of communicating with people but now i think i am much better technically uh, technologically i have a good skills i believe in terms of doing webinars and zoom etc and it's actually been a revenue enhancing situation for me in that sense from a, a personal point of view we got through it well thankfully uh, no COVID when we were when the main thing was happening, I had a light dose of it last year. Uh, my wife and I, 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 she's been suffering marriage with me for all, over 40 years. We actually got on well over that uh, period, uh, thankfully. So that was uh, good. The biggest thing, obviously, was that we weren't able to get back to Ireland for about three years. And that was kind of uh, uh, painful at times kind of thing. But then the great thing, Joe, and you know, is that Zoom has just changed the world uh, totally. And if I can tell you a little quick story. Please do. Um, my brother in New York is um, uh, what you might call uh, technologically challenged. I mean, color televisions like us, things that are kind of new to him almost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got two brothers in Ireland as well. And I said, we'll do a Zoom conference just to kind of stay in touch. So I told my two brothers in Ireland that uh, the brother in, in New York, Victor is in New York, that uh, we should, uh, I told two brothers in Ireland to 
turn their camera upside down when they're doing the Zoom, as you can actually do, okay? So I turn my camera upside down as well, and Victor comes on in New York, and what he sees is the three of us upside down. And he's saying, what the hell? Good Irish brothers. And a few profanities dropped in conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's going, I said, what the heck? And we're saying, Victor, there's something wrong with your system, man. You, you've got to do something with it. Can you try turning your computer upside down and see whether that will work? <laughs> so um, when I, we eventually clarified what uh, we were doing. Uh, there was some more profanities involved in the discussion. <laughs> yes. We keep it rather calm. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm a tech guy by day, so I appreciate that. I understand right. the ins right. and outs of kind of getting through it. So let me get to the heart and soul of what you do on a daily basis. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one yeah. of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Right. If a three-year-old uh, does that, I would probably say to them, I help people to be kind. Okay. And I encourage people to be kind. And I'll say to you as a three-year-old, as a four-year-old, you can put a smile on someone else's face today just by being nice to them. And that basically is what I, I try to do, Joe. The, the brand is, and this is actually the way I do it on Zoom as well, the brand is that Irishman Speaks. Oh, the other side. Oh, sorry. The brand <laughs> is Irishman Speaks. All right? And my mission generally is to improve people, performance and productivity, with a smile. So yeah. ultimately what I want people to do at the end of my presentations, be they a keynote, a workshop, a seminar, or facilitating something, is that everyone is leaving with a smile in the face, with a spring in the step, and with some memorable takeaways to keep on keeping on and helping someone else in the workplace, in the community, or down the street. So what did you want to be when you were in, the, in grade school, say the third grade? I wanted to be a goalkeeper for Manchester United. There you go. But their, their scouting system obviously failed. <laughs> that's right. No, the fact that I wasn't particularly good had nothing to do with it. But I mean, that's what I wanted to do. And when I came out of uh, college, I did a commerce uh, business degree in Cork, uh, Ireland, University College Cork. And I, this is an interesting thing. The only time ever I took a job based on salary or just the pure money. Uh, I was offered a job as a trainee accountant in one of the large accounting firms in Ireland. And then uh, Murphy's Stout, as you might know, kind of a competitor of Guinness, uh, yeah. they said that they were looking for some assistant brand managers. A friend of mine told me they were looking for assistant brand managers. Uh, and now I kind of position myself now as being pretty good at marketing at this stage. I said to my friend, what's a brand manager? Um, so he said, uh, he kind of explained a little bit. So we said we'd apply for it. So three of us actually got offers from Murphy's Stout, as it was, and Murphy's Brewery. All three of us took it. The reason why I took it was because they were literally offering twice as much, and it wasn't a lot uh, in the, that day uh, for the, the job. I went in and I kind of found that I had a, maybe a, a natural ability to communicate with people. It was pretty good in sales and marketing. And ultimately, after uh, they, I left uh, Murphy's, I worked for another couple of companies in Ireland, got transferred to the UK and then to the US. So that's kind of how I ended up in the States. I've been yeah. working on my Chicago accent now, Joe, for 25 years. <laughs> it's Nailed, good. As you can see. Yes. Uh, but the great thing, though, is that when I do go back to Ireland for good pints of Guinness, I can refresh the bro so people can still recall me as being an Irishman speaks.
Absolutely. No, I get it. I, I wouldn't think any different. So what were the seeds that were put into you to help motivate people, to put smiles on their face, to speak in front of people? What were those original seeds that sprouted into who you are today? Do you know, I've often thought, thought about uh, that. I'm not sure where the original seed came from. I do recall that first time I kind of was, uh, shall we say, appreciated for motivating group. I remember when we were, I was back in Ireland working for a company and we had some uh, pretty significant uh, crisis with some of our products. And I went into the recording studio and I recorded some cassette tapes. Now, the kids won't know what cassette tapes are. Yeah, no. They're, they're amazing things. I mean, they go round and round and round like that. Um, and I put together a couple of stories about some TV programs that hadn't started off well, but became very, very successful. I remember Hill Street Blues, I think, was one of them that I mentioned. And I sent that out to the sales force and saying, gang, this started off slowly. They had real difficulties. They were almost going to, I think, can the program after the first uh, season. And it just kept going like you can keep going. And as a result, they were successful. We can do the same with our products, etc. And my uh, CEO, managing director at the time came down to me and he said, Tanner, that was brilliant. Um, as the first time kind of I'd been applauded for, I still relatively knew my career, been applauded for um, motivating people beyond just the person I was working with. So that might have given me some kind of feeling of that I, I could connect well with people, motivate people based on reality. Um, and it kind of developed from there. Uh, I was successful in Ireland and in the UK in terms of marketing with the companies I was working with. And I then got transferred over to the US just about uh, 25 years ago as VP of marketing for a large organization. And after I left them, I wouldn't go to that in a few minutes time because I learned a lot from that as well that I developed and eventually morphed into uh, Irishman Speaks. Yeah. So what do you like the best about living in Chicago? The best about living in Chicago is uh, it's a wonderful, um, just outside of Chicago, a place called uh, Naperville. So it's a really nice uh, community there. Um, it's got uh, great uh, resources. There's pretty good uh, camaraderie with people here as well. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to be buried here in the, the Chicago area, but I love going back to Ireland every year for just the the, the crack, as we call it. You might be familiar with that phrase. Um, and for uh, Americans here, the, uh, I say, we have great crack in Ireland. They kind of go, wow, he's a druggie. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, yeah. Crack in the Irish context means good fun and oh. good partying. So I often tell my American audiences, Joe, that uh, I say things like, um, I was in Ireland last week and I had the best crack in the world. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't believe the amount of crack you could have down at the police station. Things like that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, um, I've, I, I, and the other thing, I'm, I'm kind of turning this question around, the two things I really appreciate about Ireland, one is the, the, the crack uh, and the other is properly poured pints of Guinness. There which is almost an unknown feature here in this world of America. But yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. So let me ask you this: Who's been kind of a hero for you in your life, an inspiration? Do 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 do. I don't uh, probably. I don't work on heroes as uh, such. But what I do look at is when I see someone who has been excellent, I actually pay attention to them and uh, work on. So is it something they can do? Uh, I can learn from that. So, for instance, uh, I'm a big uh, soccer fan, okay? 
Yeah. Um, so a couple of people that kind of uh, it just inspire me for the day, but this is what I keep looking for is ways to inspire me. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo has left yeah. Manchester United now, but uh, what uh, Alex Ferguson, Ferguson would say about Ronaldo, who was either the best or the second best player in the world for the last 10, 15 years, uh, was that no one trained as hard as uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. Okay. Um, and I see that regularly. When I see comments about uh, excellence and people working hard on their uh, material to get better, that kind of say, I, I just look at that and it gives me a shot in the arm for the day. Yeah. Um, people I really do admire, um, I think Martin Luther King was amazing. John Lewis probably would be my favorite uh, US uh, personality in terms of politics and civil rights. Uh, yeah. His book that he wrote, uh, uh, Memoirs, called uh, Walking with the Wind. Yeah. And it was just phenomenal, the effort they put into in terms of peaceful campaigning. I mean, they basically knew they were going to have the living daylights beaten out of them before they went on their march. So they figured out how do we kind of protect ourselves? How do we make sure that we, uh, we're we going to get beaten? But how do we make sure we don't kind of respond to it? And uh, Lewis, for me, was a person that had so much uh, integrity and uh, grit and uh, resilience uh, as well. So I don't really have heroes. Um, uh, my favorite uh, music artist is uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Uh, but uh, I and I go to all of his shows. I'm actually going to Ireland in May to see him. I, I don't want to meet him. Right. Because I, I do believe you shouldn't meet your heroes because they'll never kind of live up to your unrealistic expectations of them. So that's the one thing I haven't done. I haven't seen him live and I hear it's just phenomenal every time he plays. It, it is phenomenal. I know that's another example of kind of uh, people who inspire me. The guy is 73, 74. I saw him here in Chicago uh, twice uh, last year. I mean, he was doing three-hour shows. Um, I look at uh, Jagger and uh, Keith Richards kind of thing, 80 years of age. They're freaks of nature. Yeah. So when I say to people, Joe, and I speak a lot to people who are in, in job search, it's not an income stream, it's just a, a passion of mine. Yeah. And a lot of the people who are in job search are boomers who are struggling with the new world kind of thing. Uh, and I just uh, kind of say to them, again, look at Springsteen, look at Jagger, look at Keith Richards, uh, etc. And so many others. And the football, some of the football coaches, Belichick or he's 71 kind of thing. They're still able to do it. Well, you can debate about Belichick right now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but the point is that I think age is uh, only a number. It's how you uh, react to what the chronological term for you is will determine yeah. whether or not you stay fresh and uh, vibrant. Absolutely. I totally agree. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? You you give good advice to people. What's the best advice you've gotten? Right. <laughs> this might not necessarily be the best advice uh, I got, but it uh, has something that struck with me. When I came out of college first, and I was first working with Murphy's uh, Stout, I walked into my manager's office and he said, uh, Connor, you should never walk uh, with your hands in your pockets. Uh, which I think his basic view was it kind of looked as if you were slouching along or something like that. Yeah. Um, best uh, advice that anyone uh, gave to me, I, I would say, is uh, just to um, try and be good. I remember uh, my mother saying that to me on one occasion. It wasn't particularly, she must have given it to me for some reason that uh, I'd been acting up a little bit. She kept saying, trying to try to, to be good. I, that came through a few times during my childhood, I think. And I just try to work that. No, I mean, I'm no saint. 
Um, I get uh, annoyed with people. I get frustrated. If you see me driving on the uh, interstate, uh, you might um, raise a, a, an arthritic finger to me sometimes. Uh, but that would be because you didn't understand what I was trying to do, in fairness. Yeah. Um, but uh, in general, I, I've i got a couple of micro goals I work to every day, uh, Joe. And one of them is uh, to... I've got a concept called CHAP, C-H-A-P-S, five micro goals people can do every day. And uh, one of them is um, the H in CHAPS is hear the word thank you. So every day I just want to hear the word thank you addressed to me yeah. on the basis that I've done something to help someone. And that can be just as simple as uh, holding a door open for someone. Yeah. But when I hear the words thank you, it kind of says, yeah, good man, Connor, well done. You've achieved a micro goal kind of thing. And very, very small, but it does encourage you to do the next micro goal. Absolutely, it does. So what is your inspiration every day? You're obviously highly motivated, highly driven. You're helping people out. What gets you out of bed? What gets you to be you? Uh, what gives me, th- I, I'm lucky, Joe, I am highly motivated. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do speak a lot. And one of the core uh, programs I do is titled The Gift of Gab, which is goals, attitude, behavior, goals, attitude, behavior. And I do tell people that you can choose your your attitude. And I tell a funny story about being stopped by the cops here in Chicago on one occasion for, he thought I went through a red light. No, I have no idea why he thought that. But anyway, um, what I do say is that you can choose your attitude. And if you can ask yourself the question, what do I want my attitude to be? It will help you. And what uh, I try to do every morning is uh, I get up and I say, I'm glad to be alive. Uh, I kind of work out most mornings. I do it for 45 minutes of stretching yoga. And uh, I was uh, snow blowing there a few minutes ago with a weighted vest on me. I'm not a kind of a freak at all on fitness, but uh, I do appreciate that if I want to stay healthy and well, i got to stay working at being healthy and well. And that's really what I believe with people as well. If you want to stay healthy and well, physically and mentally, it ain't going to happen just because you want it to happen. Yeah. you can got to do certain things to make it happen. And I suppose when I get out of bed every morning, I try to say to myself, all right, can I make a difference to just one person uh, today? So of all of the people that you've helped and worked with, what's one of your favorite success stories? <sighs> I tell you, they... One of my favorite success stories, as I say, I do a lot of work with people who are in, in job search. Uh, and the reason why I got involved in that, Joe, was because uh, after I came over here to the States, I was working with the Unilever VP of marketing. They wanted me to go back to Europe. I said no. So effectively, as I say, I told them to get stuffed. They told me to get stuffed with a mutual stuffing. All right. <laughs> um, so I got involved with a no placement company deciding what I wanted to do. And I decided I didn't want to go back in the corporate. And um, I was speaking, I was asked, I decided on one day when I saw how job search was impacting people who had been on serious salaries beforehand, I just said to the outplacement company, I'll uh, do a short lunch and learn about staying motivated. And I thought that would be the end of it. I was asked to do the following week and the week after and the week after as well. And then I got involved speaking to all the job search groups around the area. And in 2009, 10, 11, there was a huge number of people, obviously, in job search and obviously during the COVID as well. But the, the simplest one that I can remember in terms of helping these, and it's not an income stream at all, is uh, I asked, uh, when I do one room, one of the cases be 2010, 11, um, and about 100 people in the room. And you could just feel the pall of 
despair because uh, people just didn't see any chance of getting a job at, at that stage. Uh, and I said uh, to the group, all right, just keep this for you here now. Uh, keep in mind, how, how do you, on a rating scale of one to 10, how do you feel right now? Uh, I'm not asking you to give me the number, just keep that in mind. So then I did my 45, 50 minute speech on eight building blocks to staying sane, motivated, and productive. Um, got a very appreciative round of applause at the end of it. At the end of the session, uh, one man came up to me, he must have been about uh, 300 pounds easy. Um, and he said, uh, Connor, you asked me uh, how did uh, I feel at the start of the session on a rating of uh, one to 10. And uh, I couldn't even give a one as a number. And he said, uh, now I feel nine or 10. And he started crying. And I swear to God, uh, tears came into my eyes as well. And it just made me realize, wow, um, I, I, you you can make a difference uh, to people. That was the, the most uh, powerful single little incident uh, over all of the years I've been speaking. Uh, and the interesting thing is, it came from doing an event where I didn't get paid a cent. And I, this is where I think people actually forget you can get so many good times and good moments from just uh, uh, simple little things in life and not getting a bonus check of 10% or whatever, do you know that? That'll help you for five minutes feel better, but then it's yeah. not. Yeah. Wow. What an amazing story. So let me ask you this. Let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the 20 year old version of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and you can give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you gain living your life. What advice would you impart on that young version of you? Uh, I would say be more confident. Now, you're probably surprised that I know because I am confident now. But it took me a long time to believe in myself and to appreciate that the messages of what I could do in corporate I was uh, really making a difference. And then when I came out into the, the speaking world, I knew I had good messages, but I probably wasn't as confident about telling people that I had good messages uh, as I would have been. So I think I would say, so we'll take that. The, and the way I might have got more confidence earlier is if I had good mentors. Now, I had one good mentor, well, actually maybe two pretty good mentors back in Ireland. But when I came back into the into the speaking scene, uh, I didn't really have good mentors at that stage because the speaking scene can be cutthroat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, everyone wants to get that, that gig kind of thing. There's a good community in it as well, but it does take a bit of time to build that community. So I would say to myself, uh, believe in yourself more. And if you can find a good mentor, it will be invaluable. Absolutely. So of all of the things that you've done and accomplished so far, what are you the proudest of? Uh, the one I'm proudest of yeah. is, again, it wasn't income generating. I received from uh, uh, the, the President's Gold Medal for Volunteer Service for the work I do with the uh, unemployed. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and that is the only time, Joe, you will actually hear me use the word unemployed because one of the things I say to people, words are important. Yeah. And if you have been let go by your company, don't believe you're unemployed because that makes you a victim. Believe that you're in job search, that you're in job transition because when you're in job search, you can make something happen. And as a, an Irish immigrant, I got to say, I'm really proud that I got that uh, 
uh, gold medal, which is really only a piece of paper, by the way, yeah. <laughs> from uh, uh, President o Obama's administration a few years back. So oh. that's something that I'm uh, very proud. And then I'm proud that I've got a darling wife for so many years, uh, two kids and two grandkids as well, which are just a delight. Right on. So at the end of the day, everybody sees you in a certain light, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Um, it's impossible to be uh, objective. Yeah. But uh, what, I, I, what I position myself, and I think I try to live it, is that uh, I'm an Irish guy who tries to improve people, performance and productivity uh, with a smile. I work really hard to appreciate uh, people. I am very conscious about what are often referred to as the invisibles. Um, and uh, one of the things I ask people at uh, conferences at times when I'm speaking is, do you know the name of the custodian in your organization? Do you know the name of the janitor in your organization? Do you ever say hello to them kind of thing? Because that's one thing that actually it does bug me a lot when I go into large corporate organizations. The, the level of um, caste and uh, segmentation is often, I think, quite uh, dramatic. So uh, for me, uh, and this, of course, is uh, just being uh, totally uh, subjective, I, I try to be a good guy and be seen as a good guy. And as I said to my wife at, at times, I said, look, do you not see the halo up there? Um, and uh, she said, no. I mean, where, where is the appreciation in the marriage? That's right. Exactly. I see it. So yeah. so if you could go back in time and see one soccer match, where are you going? What what game would you love to see if you had a time machine? Uh, I suppose the game, if I had a time machine to be actually be at, was when uh, Manchester United won the Champions League in 1998 nine. Uh, against uh, Bayern Munich. They were one goal down with uh, one minute to go and they scored two goals in the last uh, three minutes and we rocked, my brother. We rocked. Was now, that I just am in despair about Manchester United. So I regularly ask myself the question, Connor, what do you want your attitude to be? Which is why I yeah. tell my clients as well. Yeah. Do you watch Ted Lasso? Do you like that show? I loved it. And yeah. the reason why, I, I mean, the reason why uh, I think everyone loves it, Joe, is it, it really is a simple messaging, but it's powerful messaging. Yeah. And sure. uh, what, uh, I mean, the big sign yet over the, the door, believe. Yeah. Uh, there's so much power in that. Yeah. One of the simple things I suggest to people, I mentioned I had five micro goals, I spell out the acronym uh, CHAPS. One of the reasons why I think Ted Lasso worked, and uh, the first element of my CHAPS concept, C, is about compliment. And if you make an effort to compliment just one person every day, yeah. you're going to make a difference to that one person, but you're also going to be seen as someone who's positive and you can actually hopefully work with on a regular basis as well. And Michael goal to compliment one person each day. And as I say in my presentations, um. People say, but Connor, it's not always that easy to compliment someone. And I say, well, you can always find some reason to compliment someone. You can say something like, whoa, your hair doesn't look as bad today as it did yesterday. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. the proof of the pudding. So yeah. if anyone wants to reach out, wants to hire you, learn more about you, where can they go? Where's the best place? Uh, best place. The brand is Irishman Speaks, all one word. 
And the website is Irishman Speaks, Joe. Uh, Twitter handle, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn are basically all Irishman Speaks. Uh, the spelling of the name is uh, Connor, C-O-N-O-R. Uh, my parents couldn't afford two ends back in Ireland, so we wanted to do one end. Um, but uh, it's uh, Connor Canine, Irishman Speaks. And uh, if someone wants to contact me, hopefully I'll uh, leave them with a smile in the face and with a spring in the step. You certainly have with me. Connor Irishman Speaks, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your energy. Keep on spreading the light, man. Thank you, Joe. Stay well. Cheers. Stay warm. Cheers. Bye. You too. Good luck on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is. Yes. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're going to need it. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Hey.